Welcome to the Tiproxy Method, creating confident learners. The Tiproxy Method uses a unique combination of breath work, brain body work, gratitude, and a clay-based program to affect the neuroplasticity of the brain in students. To help strengthen their mind-body connection, help them develop a growth mindset, and most importantly, trust and confidence in themselves. Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Creating Confident Learners podcast. I'm Tani Taproxy. In this episode, we are going to talk a little bit more about some of these out-of-the-box type of tools and methods. For us, it might feel more like imagination, but for the kids who process this way, this stuff makes a lot of sense to them. So we're going to talk about laser focus in this episode. Again, just thinking of that term, when you're laser focused, how do you feel? Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. One way to support the Creating Confident Learners podcast is to leave a five-star review and written review anywhere you listen to it. Thanks so much, and let's get started. Be sure to sign up for the foundation course. This course is here to support you, both parents and educators. It teaches the exact foundational tools I have used with students to increase focus, ease anxiety, and help raise confidence and self-esteem so that they can succeed in all areas of their lives, including academics. It's made into bite-sized digestible pieces to help you apply these tools right away. Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to talk about two out-of-the-box type of tools for us who don't process the same way as students this can feel even imaginary or made up but for the kids who process differently who have highly visual um, processing skills or highly kinetic in body processing this stuff makes sense for them so we're really about giving kids the tools that they need to be successful so again we think that kids are all the same when they're actually quite different and everybody processes slightly different it's just a matter of finding the right tools and understanding how you get information into your own brain by attaching it to prior knowledge so in a prior episode focus versus awareness I talked a lot about laser focus or being focused is being present to what you're doing, the task at hand when we're talking about academics versus awareness, which is, am I even aware that this information is important to know? So when I talk about laser focus, this stuff is especially important for kids who struggle with reading, word recognition, mixing up words, having trigger words like words like saw and was left and fell where they're switching those up they're moving the letters about they're misreading they need to be focused and lined up embodied as well as the kids who tend to transpose numbers when they are carrying or doing math or multi-digit multiplication and so forth so they might carry a 12 with the two going up to the next value versus the one this laser focus tends to help them not make as many mistakes while they're tracking, while they're spell reading, sweep reading, doing math. And eventually this focus and proper use of algorithms or methods or reading um, letters, reading words properly becomes natural and embodied. So again, we're always trying to teach kids 
I'm always concerned with teaching students and kids, how do you learn best for you? How do you work smart and efficiently? Not necessarily hard. And these type of out of box things that can feel imaginary or even made up tends to help these type of learners, actually helps all type of learners. So when I'm talking about laser focus, there's this feeling in the body of the mind, the body is in one place focusing at the task at hand. Um, Some kids also, you need to remind them that their mind's eye or what they're seeing in their head is directly seen with their eyes. And so I just, it's, this is not a huge conversation with kids. It's just a tool that I use. Hey, you need to have laser focus. You need to be fully here, fully present what you're doing, your eye or your imagination or what you're thinking about needs to be what your eyes are seeing in this moment to do this well. And so when kids do academics, if, even if it's just a simple, you know, worksheet with full focus, A, it gets done quicker, but B, it gets retained better. And then we don't have to revisit and have as many mistakes over and over and over again, right? We need kids to fully process what they're doing and being laser focused. There's a feeling in the body. It's the opposite of being spaced out um, and being fully focused, lined up on all levels is really what's going to help them. So this can, again, feel a little bit more out there or imaginary to us who don't process this way, but the kids who do, they get it right away. And it can be as simple as you need to be fully focused, laser focused on what you're doing, or for the kids who mistrack or miscarry um, numbers and math or have kind of those more technical dyslexia, dysgraphia, hey, your mind's eye, what you see within your mind has to be what your eyes are seeing. And I tend to remind kids that they can pull almost the sensation behind their eyes um, and they get it as well. It's all about giving kids tools that they understand to make them better learners and to process better. And again, it is even without explaining, like drawing your imagination, your mind to what your eyes are seeing, that idea of laser focus. When you laser in on something, you are fully focused. A lot of kids get that. So it just depends on how you want to present it. Again, I use these tools for anywhere from kindergarten through high school. It's just the language of how you present it, the conversation that you have. And then it's just reminders and tools. So if a kid is not focused, hey, I need you to redirect yourself. Hey, I need you to zone in, get that laser focus. And then the second thing that I use with kids, again, when I have the first session with kids, when I meet a kid in person or online, the first thing I'm going to do is I just want to know about them. I have a little interview and I give them a whole bunch of tools, the gratitude, the breath work that we're going to do every week. And in the first meeting, I also give them the tools of laser focus as well as an energy dial. And the idea of this energy dial is just another tool, again, it can feel out there, (laughs) of giving a student or child a way to gauge their own energy. So it's a bit of imagination. It's a bit of playing with this idea. It's a bit of embodiment. And so I have this all in video form in the foundation course, but essentially you are having them create a dial that is connected to their energy and it can be anywhere as long as it's not in front of their face. So mine in my imagination is to my right ear. It's that's just where it goes. And it's this dial that goes from one to 10. So much like a kitchen dial or odometer. And when I introduce this, I explain, you know, Hey, it's a way to gauge your own energy. And we end up playing with this idea. So if we boost up the energy to like a 10 or a nine, I kind of model and guide them and say, hey, like, can you feel like that you get more energy, that you might feel jittery, you're full of energy. 
Um, and what does that feel like? And then let's play and put it down to a one or two. Oh, you might get sleepy or warm or feel a little tired or a little bit more grounded is sometimes that feeling of tiredness. And then we'll put it right in the middle. Oh, I feel balanced at a five, a four, or six, depending on the kids. And they'll just kind of get this feeling through imagination of what it feels like to boost up their own energy or focus as well, because this is linked to focus or to dial it down. And then we play with scenarios like asking questions about what would be a good number for each thing. So essentially, if you're brushing your teeth and about to go to sleep, what would be a good energy dial number and there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer but obviously a 10 wouldn't fit there maybe more of a one or two or three and again these are their answers they're in control of themselves we're trying to create independent confident learners and give them tools so that they can redirect themselves that they can focus that they can match the environment and that they can also become aware of the people around them so and we just go through different scenarios. Like if you're about outside playing a sport, what would be a good number to be on? Usually they'll say a nine or a 10. What about recess? What about watching a movie? What about petting your dog? What about when you're doing schoolwork? Schoolwork always needs to be somewhere balanced, a four and a half, a five, a six, you know, depending on the age, they can get into their fractions and parts and so forth of the whole numbers. But we just play with turning up and down and thinking about scenarios that would be good. And then of course, I always redirect when you're in school, when you're doing homework, when you're doing something academic, yes, you need to be balanced. You need to be somewhere in the center. And then I use this for me when kids are either high, strong, hey, I think you need to dial your energy down a little bit, or they don't have enough energy. They're tired for the day. Hey, you need to dial up a little bit. We need some more, you know, juice here to get into this reading assignment or this math assignment. And then this becomes natural. It's not something that I have to use every day, but it's just another tool that they can pull. And then I tend to role play with kids as well, because oftentimes kids who are distracted, kids who don't focus well, they're not as aware of their environment or the people around them. So after they've, I've got a sense that they understand this and how to gauge themselves, I'll kind of role play with them and be like, hey, let's say you're doing your homework and you're here and you're at a five and I come in and I'm at a 10 and I'm kind of just talking loud and bouncing off walls and so forth. I'm like, how would that feel? And oftentimes they'll give me a funny look. They're like, ugh, it doesn't feel good. We're not on the same level. So for me teaching too, when kids are on the same focus level, same energy level, laser focus, but also energy level, then we can work better through the academic material. So again, some of this stuff can feel outside the box, but again, we're trying to give kids as many tools as they need so that they can pull from it. And I just often use this idea, these two ideas, laser focus and energile in the beginning when I meet a kid and once it's embodied and it's natural and they just know it's not something I have to use very often, I might use it to redirect and check in. But sometimes I'll go weeks or months not needing to because they've now, you know, figured out how to make themselves focus to match the appropriate amount of energy that they need for the academic task at hand. And so, again, we're giving children as many tools as they need, adding it to their toolbox so that they can pull what's necessary for them to be successful in school, in the moment, and that they can critically think and process for themselves 
and be self-directed and focus for themselves. Again, building confidence. I have the tools. I have the skills. I know about how I process. And then I apply it to whatever challenge at hand to figure it out for myself. This is lifetime learning. This is critically thinking. This is confident learners that we're trying to build. And again, I do have a free reading assessment um, that walks you through for the visual ones who tend to kind of have trigger words or uh, mistrack or misread. That is on my YouTube channel at Creating Confident Learners, and it's the reading assessment right on the homepage. So if you are interested in that, you can go there to, to wa- I'll walk you through the reading assessment. Be sure to sign up for the foundation course. This course is here to support you. It teaches the exact foundational tools I have used with students to ease anxiety and help raise confidence and self-esteem so that they can succeed in all areas of their lives, including academics. It's available as a one-time purchase or as an ongoing monthly subscription with extra group support and monthly live stream. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter to stay in contact. Keep up with the Creating Confident Learners community on Instagram and Facebook at Creating Confident Learners. Have a blessed day and aloha.